What if there was a way to hack your brain? To figure out why you're not taking the action you know you need to, and why the action you are taking isn't working? Well, there is. And this podcast is designed to show you how to do that, to see your mind, to coach yourself, and ultimately to create the life and business of your wildest dreams without the hustle or the stress. I'm your host, Elizabeth Salazar. Let's dig in. Hello there. Welcome back. I hope you're having an amazing day, an amazing week. I'm actually getting ready to travel again. So much fun. After a year of not traveling, I'm very eager to travel. And this time I'm actually taking my family. We're going to go down to Nashville. We're going to drive down there and it's going to be so fun. And what I think is really cool about it in terms of a business is that I have never really, I hear people who are like, oh, you have a laptop lifestyle and I want to build a business I can work less in. I don't really want that. I love working and I love like being in my office or right, like having these like solid places that I work and, and are very, um, you know, predictable internet, all those things. Right. And one of the cool things that I've been playing with is like having some of my clients coach in my mastermind. And so two weeks ago when I was in Austin, one of my clients, Jill, coached on the mindset of 100K in three months. And then next week in the mastermind, Maureen is going to be coaching on how she gets her clients 100% results. And so it's very cool how me taking that growth of like stepping away from my business and saying, not even stepping away, right? But saying somebody else can come in and help too. It's like, oh, it's so cool how like the value just expands because I let it. And that's such a fun part about building a business and continuing to grow. So that's what's happening with me and all the trips, all the trips. (laughs) So today's podcast is called Decision Failure. If you want to take more shots at your goal to increase the speed and likelihood of getting to your goal, today's episode is for you. We're going to talk a little bit about just the typical ways of thinking about failure, right? Because I think repeating all of it is going to be so valuable always for your brain. But then we're going to dig into where failing starts, right? How to begin failing. Because often we just jump right to the part where you're like getting the benefits and you're just like looking at it from this outside perspective. And it's like, oh, it just looks so beautiful and positive. And of course I would want to fail. But how do you begin failing? I'm going to share with you two ways that you begin failing. Plus we're going to dig into what it looks like when you're avoiding failing right? Because how do you catch it and move through? You see exactly what's happening. And I think today this this is the value of how do I start failing? So in business, we talk a lot about failure, right? We talk about it as the path to creating the business you want. And it is, right? Along the path of creating the results you want, there is this acceptance of trial and error, in creating what you want, right? So often I think what people want is they want to say, okay, I have this goal, 
this thing that I want, for this example, we're going to say, I have this desire to have a 100K business this year. And then what they do to themselves is this weird, crazy thing we do in the human brain, which is think we should already know how to do it. Or think that the one path that we chose, something really simple like webinars, that that was going to be the thing that did it. Instead of seeing this goal I have, right, this 100K goal you might have for this year as a process of acceptance in trial and error as you create what you want, right? Because inevitably, inside of creating that $100,000 year in your coaching business, you are going to not have the result yet, right? And that's failure. The definition of failure is not getting the result you want, trying something and not getting the result you want. But I think it's really important to put this little word on the end, right? If we say the definition of failure again, failure is not getting the result you want yet. Because that word reminds you that it's like, yeah, this was my acceptance of trial and error on the path to creating the result that I want. And the only way I fail ever is because I decide to stop. And sometimes people decide to stop because their brain tells them that they're not good enough. Their brain tells them they can't do it. Their brain tells them that it's going to be too hard. Right? It's been hard and it's probably going to keep being really hard. And I like I can't take that kind of thing, right? Like they, they do it because their mind tells them something. But you can also just decide to quit goals because you just want to, right? And you could be like, yeah, all those things might be true. And that's okay. I'm willing to do it, right? I'm, I'm able and capable. And so sometimes you'll quit a goal for that, right? And sometimes you will decide that there is no world in which you will quit. I feel like I've had this drive in my business and it's interesting to experience this as I've grown because that drive has shifted a little bit, right? It's like my desire has evened out more to, it's not just the drive to build the business, but now it's the drive to have the whole life, right? To be in my life and enjoy my life and and balance it all. And right, so it's like when you are deciding what your goals are, of course you can always stop, right? You can decide and it doesn't matter. But what you create When you decide to show up and create a goal, knowing and accepting that there's trial and error, right, is you actually create a sense of self-confidence and power in realizing, right? It's realized when you, when you don't try and get certainty from outside of you, right? You don't try and get certainty from webinars working or a, a, a marketing class or a Facebook ad or a post on social media. You don't try to get certainty about the future from any of that, even client signing, right? No certainty from any of that. You build self-confidence and power in you when you only get certainty from yourself, knowing that you're not going to give up knowing that not getting the result you want is part of the process and even kind of feeling terrible about it on the way, right? That willingness to believe you figure it out and that that feeling of control of, I get to, to, to create the experience I want. Like, right? Like you build self-confidence when you're like, this isn't hard because I have to like 
feel full of pressure and angst and panic and anxiousness to get the goal, your self-confidence builds when you're like, oh, I have been feeling those things and they're optional. What? (laughs) I could feel any way I want. I could enjoy the process. I could have fun. I could figure out what fun even means to me. I could delight in it. I could feel calm. I could feel passionate right? Like your buffet of emotions changes up when you have that self-confidence and power that it's inside of you, right? And you tap into that rather than trying to get the certainty outside. So that's kind of our like, this is what failure is, right? (laughs) Before we dig into the two ways to start. Because today, right, we are going to talk about failure from a different angle. And, And this angle is at the heart of what it takes to fail. So often we talk about the result of failure, right? We talk about not having the result. We even talk about it like this, um, like you stepped outside of yourself and you're this like observer of you and you're just very chill about it. But the reality is, is that you're in it. And when you are in it, it doesn't feel good. Now you can still step out and become the observer at any time, but you want to practice this idea of Like, how do I start failure if I'm going to be in it and not always my observer, right? So, so often we talk about the result of failure when you don't get the result you want. And so you, you stop and you're like, you're very aware and you're like, oh, look at that. I didn't get the result that I wanted. I'll just learn and adjust towards it, right? That's a very sense of like observer of you rather than in it. But today I want to speak to the version of you who's going to be in it because as your coach, Whether you only listen to this podcast and I'm your coach here, or whether you join my mastermind, or you join my program where I help you sign your first five clients, right? No matter where I am your coach and the extent to which I am your coach, I am your coach. And so today I'm going to meet you in the place where you will inevitably be, which is in it, right? Not the observer of yourself, but in the failure, And there is a goal you have today. There is a desire you have to create something, but decision failure is getting in the way. And so today we're going to talk about the two ways you start failing today, right? Because remember what's failure, it's just not getting the result you want, right? I think of this actually... I think this is a great visual. Uh, Maybe not. We'll we'll see as it comes out. But (laughs) I think about fencing. And for some reason, there are cows in my fencing in my mind. I don't know what you want in your fencing. But I think of it as like when when we make decisions, what happens is we put up fencing towards the goal we're heading towards. And it doesn't matter what you do or what you try right? As long as you're staying inside of that fencing, it all gets you closer to the goal, right? So let's talk about where does the opportunity to fail begin, right? Because so many people are like that positivity. Oh, I can't wait to fail. Failing's so fun. Let's do it. (laughs) But where does the opportunity to fail begin? The very first place is deciding where you're going and by when, This is your fencing, right? These are the base decisions. Where am I going and by when? Where you're going is the goal you have. Do you want to make 100K in your business this year, 2021? 
Notice how when you set a goal like that, how different it feels and how directed it feels, right? There is no ambiguity. It's this sense of like, okay, fences up. I'm, I see it. Okay. Right. It's like, it's like your job is to put those fences up to direct yourself. They give you your first opportunity to fail. And then the by when, right? This is actually just as valuable as valuable as the goal because it makes it real. It brings up the stuff that needs to be cleaned up in order to create the goal. So often I hear coaches who just have this general desire, right? They're like, well, I want to build a business someday that I can quit working my job. And it's very like, I know I'm going to figure it out someday. And it's a very passive way to approach your business. And right, you're going to, even if you're a very active driven person, there are going to be times where you're going to look at yourself and you're going to be like, oh, there I was being passive about that. Right. But the stuff that comes up when you decide where you're going and by when is the stuff that needs cleaned up to get to your goal. So let me give you an example. Say you want to create $100,000 this year, but let's say maybe you've only made twenty or 30000 and it's May, right? And the way the brain works is it's like, well, if I'm not at a very equal number, right? I divide by 12, and if I'm not there, ugh, probably not going to make it. <laughs> the brain's so helpful. But no, right? You are going to have thoughts like, well, it's already May, and I'm not anywhere near 100 k I shouldn't get my hopes up. And then you feel defeated. Or maybe that what comes up for you is I need to figure out how to talk about my business. And you feel this like tense, panicky when you're when you're like in that space. Or maybe you're thinking this is so hard. I must be missing something. And so inevitably what I love about that thought is is how you know you're thinking that one is cuz you're out there like consuming and searching through other people's content and ideas never tapping into your own. And from that thought, right, you're feeling maybe insufficient. That stuff doesn't need solve for in terms of doing what your mind is telling you. It needs solve for it in terms of not believing it and seeing it as a mental obstacle to showing up and doing today what you know to do towards your goal. And your goal, right, like, and by when, I talked about the fences. That's what you're giving yourself that direction. When you choose where am I going and by when, you give yourself direction to have ideas and show up with, right? So it's supposed to bring up the junk. I'm just going to repeat this all again. (laughs) You might be like, oh, it feels so hard. Yes, it's supposed to feel hard. You have never created this goal before in this time frame rarely is somebody like, oh, I'm going to just set the exact same goal. Although that's kind of a cool idea. Even if you did though, right, you're still balancing out the variables of how I create the result. And so it's like every time you're showing up to your goals and you have to come at them from this space of like, I'm figuring it out. So when it feels hard, that's okay, right? Hard doesn't have to mean heavy. Hard doesn't have to mean full of pressure. Hard doesn't have to mean um, urgent and frantic and fearful and insufficient. Hard just is like, yeah, it's a challenge. 
running 26 miles is a challenge, right? There's definitely some things about it that (laughs) are challenging. And it's the same thing with building a business. So your mind is going to bring up these things. And that is the stuff you are solving for. But I want to make sure I say this again, because when I say, oh, you have this goal and then you're going to set the time frame and you're going to set the what and then this stuff is going to come up and that's what you need to solve for. I think some of you are going to hear me and you're going to hear, yeah, my, when I'm thinking it's so hard and I must be missing something, she's telling me I have to figure out what I'm missing. Or when I'm when you're thinking I need to figure out how to talk about my business, Elizabeth is telling me, yes, I do need to figure out how to talk about my business, <laughs> right? No, that is not what I'm telling you. Your mind is going to tell you all sorts of things that it thinks you should do. And the most powerful thing you can do is to stop and see them as thoughts, not as like real things that your brain is just so brilliantly like, oh, I do need to do this. No, stop it. (laughs) Stop it. Don't focus on trying to listen to what your brain said to do and then run off and do it. It's like when you have a to-do list and you feel really anxious and overwhelmed by your day. What does your brain tell you to do? It tells you to get started. And then, right, you go through your whole day trying to like catch up with this imaginary line rather than stopping, planning, and getting into the mental and emotional state you want to be in to fuel your day and love it. So when I say setting a goal and a by when is going to bring stuff up and that you need to work through that, I don't mean go try and figure out what you're missing. I don't mean you need to go figure out how to talk about your business. I mean you stop and see them as thoughts. And you realize that those thoughts are causing you to actually slow yourself down towards your goal and that they are what need cleaned up. Because when you're believing these thoughts, here's how you're fueling and trying to move towards your goal. Doing it feeling defeated, tense, panicky, and insufficient. Instead of focusing on what creates clients, like a deep connection with yourself and thinking about your people, right? Like you can't be empty here and you and then try and go serve others. It's like it's filling you up first, that deep connection with you. Wait, when you're in that space, you're not focusing on what's possible. You're spinning in circles. You're not making decisions. You're constantly accessing other people's mind for information, but never actually using their brilliance with your own brain, right? You're just pouring more in without saying, oh, here's this brilliant thing they have. Let me use that. That's what happens when, right, you set the goal and you let it bring the stuff up. And instead of solving for it as thoughts, you solve for it as a real problem. You slow yourself down, okay? So that's the first thing. How do you start failing? How do you create the opportunity to begin failing? You decide where you're going, and by when. And when it feels hard and when it feels scary and when it brings up all the stuff, you're right on track. Here's the second way. You make decisions. So after you know where you're going, the next loop of beginning failure is making decisions. And this is where all failure starts in real time, right? And there's going to be three ways you're going to run into this, right? Three patterns you might have. And, and well, okay, there's four, right? The fourth, we'll go with the first one, which is the most positive. <laughs> this is the one that is going to work. And it's, you have an idea, you decide to implement it, 
and you immediately take action and bring it to life. Okay. So, right. It's like you have an idea, you feel really excited about it. You probably still have some thoughts about it. Like, oof, I don't know. I don't know if this will work, but you bring it to life as fast as possible and you don't entertain any of the junk and you do it. Okay. That's, that's the most desirable option. And then there are the other three ways that we behave as humans that you want to see, you want to watch for because they will stop you, right? You will fail to fail when you don't make decisions. So one of the ways this will show up is that you might have this belief, I know where I'm going, but now what? And often this comes up when you don't have a time frame, right? It's like that the 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 fencing of a time frame didn't kind of like lock it into the like, <gasps> Okay, let's do it. (laughs) So it's like, it's the sense, I know where I'm going, but now what? And when you think that, you know what comes next? The fear, the uncertainty, the indecision, second guessing yourself and confusion, right? A series of stop emotions. Why do I call them stop emotions? Because when you feel them, you stop, (laughs) right? And you're still going to have ideas in this area. You're still going to, right? Your brain's going to be like, oh, I know where I'm going. Now what? And you're going to have an idea and feel excited about it. But then the stop emotions are going to kick in, right? You're going to start to feel uncertain. You're going to start to feel scared. You're going to start to second guess. You're going to feel confused. And suddenly you're going to feel trapped. You're going to distract yourself, right? You're going to do little tasks to feel accomplished, You're going to avoid the stuff that brings up the stop emotions. Maybe you even beat yourself up in here a little bit because you're, you're like telling yourself that you need to be more decisive and you need to start believing. And, and maybe it's like, right, it becomes this, these thoughts about yourself, about not being capable, right? And it starts from this, I know where I'm going. You have the idea and then you stop in the stop emotions. Another way that this might look is that you start ideas, right? You make decisions and you start them, but you don't see the results you want. And so you quit, right? You quit telling yourself that it's not working and that it'd be better to go start on something else, right? So the second way that this shows up in failing to fail is that you start ideas, but then you don't see the results you want and you quit. And this might look like, oh, I have this idea for a free training, And then you promote it for four days and nobody signs up. And so instead of solving for it, right, figuring out why didn't anybody sign up? Okay, do I need to change my title? Where am I sharing this? Are people seeing it? Um, Right, all those things you could solve for. Instead, right, you skip all of the learning. You skip all of the adjusting into the goal because that is actually a failure, right? Like it's a failure to have promoted something for four days and it not have worked. But the failing to fail is where instead of seeing it as a failure you could learn from and solving for it and learning and adjusting, you quit, not even realizing it was a learning moment. Or another way that I see in here is that coaches make some decisions. They decide what their offer is. They decide how long of the coaching package is. They decide what they charge. They decide what kind of coach they are. And then, right, same thing. They don't see the results that they want. And so they quit. 
and they quit by changing their decisions. They fail to fail by not holding the decision and and putting the decision against humans, right? If you just leave the decisions in your own mind, you fail to fail because they never leave your brain. They just get stuck in your own brain junk. The third way I see failing to fail happen, right? How do we fail today is we stop failing to fail. But the third way I see this showing up is trying to figure out the right way, the fastest way, or the best way. And in trying to figure that out, you don't make decisions or you make them and then change them, right? You look at other people's ideas as the best and you never look at what your ideas are. You frantically search for the way and the pieces as the pressure builds inside of you. You jump from process to process, assuming that just one didn't work and, right? And never seeing it as a failure to fail, a decision failure, right? If you don't ever make the decisions, you fail to fail. So what's the solution? You decide where you're going to go and by when. You make core decisions about your business that you learn to hold even when they're not easy. And then you make small decisions in your business towards the goal by accepting what you want to try next, right? And then trying it, seeing if it works. And you do it, right? You decide and then you do it. And you expect the thoughts to come up along the way, right? And when they do, you accept that they're there and you remember why you're choosing this option. At every single decision you make, right? You expect that the second guessing, the confusion, the uncertainty, the I don't know, right? It's all going to come up and you're like, yeah, okay, but I know why I made this decision. I know why I'm choosing this path. And then you can also build thoughts in the process, right? You can build thoughts about the process of failure, the process of making decisions. Because I think about this, right? Like if the way to, to fail, (laughs) if the way to figure out the path towards the goal you want is to try things and try to get the result, right? Your attempt is to get the result, knowing that along the way you won't, then actually creating thoughts about the decision-making process and about the the actual process of failing is going to serve you. Creating thoughts like, I have no idea what will get me the result I want. I know making a decision and following through with it, though, will get me closer and give me access to what I need to learn. I Here's a different thought. I love having no idea how it all plays out. I actually really like this thought because I feel this like lightness in me. It's like playful. It's like curious, but it's this sense like, okay, I don't get to know anyways. I'm going to love not knowing, right? It's like a, it's like learning to love surprises and seeing your business as the surprise you get to create. Another thought might be, I don't need certainty in the future. I have something, I have certainty of something in something better me. I have certainty that I won't quit until I figure it out because I want this and I know it's possible. Failure starts as decisions, right? Decision. You you fail to fail when you don't make decisions. So the way to start failing, the way to start figuring out the pieces and get to your goal faster are to make decisions and bring them to life. 
make more decisions and bring them to life. Not because you hadn't finished with the last one because you're like, okay, great. I made that decision, brought it to life. Now what are we doing? How do I learn from that? How do I adjust from it? But by never making decisions and following through with them, you fail to fail. You fail to fail when you change decisions before they even had a chance to be tested with humans because you had thoughts and feelings. You fail to fail when you choose not to ever decide. You fail to fail when you show up and you work your business from fear that you'll never actually create the results. And so you should just try and get it right and perfect in this step. That's all failing to fail. But starting to, like getting started in the failure that's going to serve you is deciding where you're going, the time frame you're going to do it, and just looking at what do I know to do next? What's the next decision I'm making towards my goal? Okay, great. Now I'm going to do it. Because whether you're signing your first five clients or you're doubling your business, right? You make your core decisions, you tap into your ideas and you bring those ideas, right? Those decisions to life. And then you learn as you go, right? That's what it takes to fail towards your goal and to not fail to fail, not to fail to make the decisions. Okay. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for tuning into today's episode of the Strategic Mindset Podcast. Before you go, take a minute and leave a review and hit that subscribe button. (laughs) These are actually the only two ways that I have to know who's on the other end. And so if you haven't already, do those things and I'll see you next time. And I'll see you next time.